Okay, so my next story has substantial data behind it, which is quite interesting. So, you know what I've got substantial data for? You being a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of your favourite parenting podcast. This is Overly Honest Dads. My name's Matt, and I'm very pleased to be your host, and I'm joined, as always, by Magnus. Hi, guys. And John. Hello, hello. How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. Testicular? Yeah, baby. You always have some kind of awkward, strange comment of to make. Of course, because I have to introduce fun into this boring just, podcast. Just say this <laughs> podcast is not boring. No, right? it's, not. it's just, not. I wouldn't be doing it if look, it was. We have to look forward to our to my um, uh, review of my dishwasher. No, so. that's not <laughs> happening. That's never happening. You're Fucking never going to re- review a dishwasher on this podcast. As long as so you do, and then scrap the episode. As long as I'm host, this that won't ever happen. And anyway, I have good news for you, listeners at home. We have a new segment this week. Instead of the product review that we've been doing. Uh, we have a, a, a new section and it's going to be called Dad Masterclass. And the idea of this new section is that we'll give you uh, exactly what it says, a masterclass in some aspect of parenting. Uh, sometimes it'll be just one that we'll do ourselves and it might not be even you know massively parenting related. We might do how to cook a perfect steak, which is a skill all dads should have. Yeah. Maybe how to light a barbecue. That'd be a good one. Uh, and, then, and then parenting stuff like uh, nappies, bath time. And today we are doing nappies. Uh, so we're going to do a quick Dad Masterclass in everything you need to know about changing nappies hopefully this will be useful for dads to be or uh, or people who have babies and do lots of nappy changes excellent and will we be debating the various techniques uh, as well no i think we just give what you know our tips um and, and i've got an, i've got just an idea a tip i've got an idea for a debate section we oh, might have at some point that, that's a shame that's a shame because we could have called it the the dad m- masturbate <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, listeners, there's a reason. There's a reason that I come I'm up with sorry. the ideas around here, um, and these guys just do what I tell them. Oh um, goodness! Me. Anyway, that um, marmalade vodka. Alongside uh, the dad masterclass, we also have dad news, which we'll do shortly. We also have the world of parenting, and am I being unreasonable? So it's a fun-packed episode of dad chat for all of you there at home. And so John is going first with the dad news. John, take it away. Yeah, sure. So, uh, father of three. Kids have gone back to school last week. Uh, great news. It's been great. Second week, all three of them ill. Runny noses and coughs. And it's just like, oh, it's going to be the Rona, isn't it? It's going to be the Rona. Within a couple of days, it's gone and it's fine. Uh, this morning, my son throwing up. Like, literally, they've been shielded away from society and now like they have no immune system it's unbelievable and then today was quite fun as a father sitting uh, and listening to boris johnson going oh and you know we are you, you know we had a spike in test requests in the last two weeks because you fucking opened schools what did you expect you should have fucking prepared for it <laughs> i have to say it really wound me up this week as a parent to hear the government going oh we don't have any tests like if you're planning to reopen everything, just yeah. fucking plan for it. And I know there's no perfect plan because it's a new situation and all the rest of it, but it's the fucking ABCs of strategic planning. Dude, it wound me up. And seeing your kids ill is sad. It really is. It's not fun. Apart from the vomiting, because that's quite funny. It really puts off my wife and I, I, I find it really funny because she's just like, oh my God, and literally runs away. And then I have to sit there and clean it. Um, but it is quite fun seeing my wife run away. Your, your wife runs away from her children? From her children. From when they're being sick. Yes, yes, yes. That- it's, it's quite fun. 
Oh, okay. Doesn't it's reflect well, dude. I was I was the guy holding her hair when she was having morning sickness. I was just like, "You're right, darling." Looking into the bowl, and she's just like running away from the kids when they throw up. It's quite oh. fun. It's quite fun. Well, how are they now? Are they doing? Okay? Yeah, they're they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, yeah. That's so what it's we not hear. it's not Rona. Uh, and mm. it's not the norovirus either because you two were scared about holding a podcast tonight. So don't worry, I'll, I'll, it's I'll be not sharing. Nice with you. norovirus, I did it last year. Uh, yeah, I know, but, yeah. but it'll be quite fun seeing both of you puke because I seem to no, have an immune system of a no. fucking bull that and would... I don't tend to get ill. So <laughs> that, no, no. Well, it, it, it's, I get it's more so. It's more. It's more. It's more so. You know, us passing it on to our kids. Yeah, that, yeah, that exactly. would be heartbreaking. And, and that would be heartbreaking. I don't care about me. It's about yeah. you know the daughter. But yeah, yeah. no, no. But uh, but yeah, they're they're all good. good. Um, it's quite fun. But yeah, it's it's interesting. How about you, Matthew? Magnus, Mag- Matthew, Magnus. I could be Matthew. You know. No, well, but yeah, let, but me, but let me put on these slippers. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pretentious. <laughs> I do have slippers. two spare pairs. Do you really? Yeah, that is awful. But my feet have been in them a lot. Okay, so you might not want to. Yeah, wear you're gonna them. get the McGinley stench. Well, um, my dad news is I have noticed that my child has become quite lean. Uh, so she's going to be 20 months soon. Yeah. What What I mean by lean is she's pretty much lost a lot of her. Oh, I should join mm-hmm. CrossFit or something like. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was going to ask you, Matt, because your your daughter's a similar age. You've been uh-huh. through this stage as well. Did you notice that that there was a point at which your daughter started to lose yeah, a lot of the stretch? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Very, mm-hmm. very stretch. But even now they do it. Like even later in, the yeah, thing, they occasionally they'll stretch and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're a bit fucking taller. Yeah, and we 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 were worrying that maybe she's not eating well. She she she's you know she's a picky uh, toddler, but so are all fucking mm-hmm. toddlers, and you yeah. have to force them. To um, and we were thinking, oh, is she not getting her intake? But she's maintaining her strength. You know, she's sleeping well and learning well, and yeah. there doesn't seem to be anything there. Uh, but she's noticeably leaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, I actually noticed this recently with mine, is I noticed they go through a phase of a bit of a belly, would you think, they've been eating yeah. too much, and then all of a sudden because they got my fucking the wife's belly ge- stage. They got my wife's jeans. Yeah. They get back into a six pack and uh-huh. it's just like slight belly and then bang six yep. pack and it just and it happens every sort of month or so where there's and the, like my son now I can hold him here. He's like quite tall. He's like 10 and I'm like nearly 10 and I'm like shit he's getting quite big. But if I think about last year I looked at a picture last year and went fishing he was a lot shorter uh-huh. and it's and it's this whole belly to stretch phase and it just happens. So so listeners breaking news Kids grow. Yeah, I know, right? Fucking unreal. Yes. I mean, when when yes, I became a Matthew, father, I was expecting to have a chihuahua, grow. and yet I have a fucking child that grows. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they start okay, off small. It's unbelievable, okay. They start off small, and then they get big. Yes, but this it's is, the, it's the this way is groundbreaking. I reckon we should phone Netflix. They need an episode seven of Babies. Yes. <laughs> Kids I think, grow I think like bonus. The Mahabhi slippers are getting to you. <laughs> And the the whole the whole belly thing is a proper stage. Like that is a definitely a proper stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm starting to see like she's she's just looking a little bit athletic. Now, okay. Like, <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like what the fuck are you getting a six yeah. pack from, bitch? Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that that's my dad use. It's something that I, I noticed a lot this week. Like wow, she's Any starting to become news? a proper child. Any other dad news? Um, I've been a dad for about twenty months now. Uh, most of that time documented on this podcast. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's that, John? You, you whispered something to me. Oh, yeah, uh, listeners. Um, finally, <laughs> after five months of being unemployed, I'm 
very happy to announce that I have successfully enrolled into Job Seekers Allowance. Tell <laughs> 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 the story, man. I, 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 I now have a job. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. Finally, I have a job. Um, so yeah, that that's that's the nice. For, it's very good. I think that is a dad news that I wanted to hear. Thank that's you. Good news. Yeah, yes, it's very good news. Because yeah. you were very close to deadbeat dad territory. Yeah, six yeah. months. I think six months unemployed is undeniable. Deadbeat yeah. dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was. No, no. Anyone that's listening to this who's in a pandemic and hasn't got a job, don't listen to us. Unfair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's be oh, fair. That's a bit unfair. Emily's crying upstairs. Clearly, she didn't like me being mean. No, you're being mean. Your, your daughter's <laughs> crying. Deadbeat dad of the week goes to Matthew. So tell good. us, Matthew, your news. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not much that's happened since I last saw you guys. We went up to Nottingham, where I am from, and saw... <laughs> really? Yeah. I could never tell when you say masterclass. With masterclass. A, masterclass. Well, where, you know, where's the R in master? Masterclass. Master. 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 But well, there's R at the end. No, my masterclass sounds like that. Mas- class. Masterclass. Masterclass. Uh, master. Master. Masterclass. There's not yeah. one in the middle. Masterclass. masterclass. How many R's have you got like in there? It's like, it's like glass. Glass. Yeah, glass. Path. Castle. Arse. Arse. Well, yeah, there's an R in, in arse, you dickhead. Well, no, not the American one. <laughs> A-S-S. Yeah. Ass. <laughs> you don't go. pronounce that ass, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, an we, ass. You're an absolute ass. This, this is the time for you to be quiet, John. No, it's not. Um, ass. That's so I went up to Nottingham. I went Nottingham. up to Nottingham. The one thing yeah. about Nottingham is we don't pronounce the T's, so you can you can have a go at Nottingham, Nottingham. people for that. So you're, yeah, Nottingham. you're a whack. Nottingham. And and yeah, very good job. <laughs> um, so I went up to Nottingham. I only got to spend time with her grandparents. So you got to have a little bit of a relaxing time because uh, yeah. I didn't have to, you know, do all of the parenting, which was uh, enjoyable. Nice. Um, and uh, oh, oh, we did get some feedback on the podcast from my wife because she ended up not being very well when we got back um, yeah. and, oh and t- t- took a day off work and was lying in bed. And she didn't want to watch anything because she had a migraine. And so she thought she'd listen to something instead. Oh, no. And she listened to our latest episode uh, at the time of recording, which I think is episode twenty-three, or yeah. that's up now, or is twenty-four up now? There's twenty-three that's up now. Twenty-three um, is up now, yeah. And and yeah, so uh, too much swearing. Too much swearing. Yeah, Fuck apparently. That. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, we swear too much. That's what my wife. That's says. what my wife said as well. Actually, she listened to about four, and she said the same thing, and then she stopped listening, which but is good because I I, I, I don't know about you guys, but this is how much we normally swear when we're conversing. I don't fucking yeah. swear that much. Pretty much. I, yeah. <laughs> Pretty if, much. If, if anything, this, this may be attenuated I, swearing. I, I think we dropped the c word a few times on the twenty third or twenty fourth oh, podcast. Jesus. Potentially, I've I think said that's that what like it was. twenty times today in the kitchen. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. So, <laughs> see, I don't do it. You see, at home, I don't do because I'm quite like good with the kids. Like, I, I generally, and then I, I see you guys. It's like, eh. <laughs> 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 or what? You know, whatever. It's cathartic. Yeah, it is. And sometimes that you need it for emphasis. Um, a good fucking is is uh, you know dropped. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Yeah, but dropped dropped in the right place with the right emphasis can get you a kid. Uh, they, 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 uh, conversely, they do say that uh, that cursing is the refuge of the illiterate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not illiterate. But they said nope. that they're very smart and to use cursing quite often. So, yeah. Who fucking knows? Let's just keep on doing what we do. Who knows what Who they know anyway? Who knows, yeah. indeed. Um, it's a conspiracy, <laughs> I'm telling you. So that will wrap it up for Dad News. We will take our customary brief break. And when we return, it's the time for the new segment, Dad Masterclass. We're going to talk about nappies. Join us for that in just a moment.
Welcome back to Overly Honest Dads and you lucky people, we've got a new segment just for you. The new segment, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is called Dad Masterclass and the idea is that we'll give uh, a, a short overview of a certain aspect of parenting or dadding in general um, and for this week we're going to do nappies because I figure that's a universal thing that all new fathers have to deal with. Um, you know, yeah, because... It's part of life. Excretion is one of the seven signs of life, isn't it? So it is. Yeah. It, unless, you know, if you've got a live human being, they're going to excrete um, and we're going to talk about it. Um, so I've got a few different sections we'll talk through. I'll, I'll, I'll introduce the sections. Magnus and John will make uh, unwise interjections as they see fit as we go through. Um, so I suppose the first thing you need to think about with nappies is what type of nappies you're going to use. The standard uh, type is your regular pampers, disposable nappies. Magnus, I understand that you went for a more eco-friendly option yeah we did what did did. you go for we we went for kit and kin and natty Uh, they make a fully biodegradable nappy but then it's for a premium yeah so you can spend lots of money and help the world are they actually like eco-friendly well in what way maybe we should tell our listeners in what way are they eco-friendly so they they will simply biodegrade over time to nothing Okay. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what they're made from, but it's 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 not like um, the, the 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 plastic sacks mm-hmm. that you'll get, which have got a, a, a certain chemical which um, degrades the plastic over two years. Yeah, I think they degrade a little bit sooner than that, and they don't mm. require light or mm-hmm. UV to break down. Um, but uh, they're they're supposed to be a little bit more eco friendly than the 500 year nappies that, that that you get that the that are pretty much the the standard. Okay, is that how long they take take to biodegrade? Five hundred yeah, years. Five hundred years. So somewhere in the world. So when was the first disposable nappy created? Because twenty ten. Yes, something like that. Who knows? I just like the idea that there's like nappies from seventy five years ago with shit smelling inside <laughs> somewhere in somewhere in the earth, just this really rancid old shit uh, somewhere in the ground. The shit has biodegraded, just not the nappy. Yeah. Okay, John, do you remember what brand you tended to use when your kids were younger? Obviously, they're all a bit older now. Back in my day. Um, so what I can tell you is that we had none of the information that you guys had when you had kids. You had, like, there was no parenting information no, at no, all. No, when you no, were, no, but the problem it, is there the wasn't, was dude, a thing. Wasn't no, guys, it like Amazon, ago? no, it was, it was nine years ago with the first one right. and there was not enough Amazon information. Like when you bought something on Amazon, it didn't have all the shit you get now on yeah. Amazon with the product information and the, you know, biodegradable Get the shit way back the machine of. if I want to, <laughs> so, I want to test this. So... I anyway, I, th- I think yeah, the internet was like Web two back yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all I know is that we tried Pampers, we tried Huggies, and they got rashes. Or Chris got rashes, and Sienna got rashes. And then we we said, "Oh, we'll try this, try that." And same as the the the, the, the formula, you know, try you try different things to see. What ended up working was the little Pampers, the, the like the little nappies, and they worked. A, bloody treat they yeah. didn't get rashes or anything like that uh the aldi one they did but not with the little ones so we ended up getting the little ones and in the end actually the pull-ups the best ones were sainsbury's and we ended mm. up going with the sainsbury's pull-ups so it was just a, a, a trial a trial and error but again not all the information that you guys yeah. have now where you go up and read up all the shit and there's a ton Christ. of websites i didn't know about mum's net where all karen's get together and moan about 
stupid shit and don't actually talk about the real, you know, shit that you need. There, there, there is a third option, though, so, isn't there, Matt? Yes, and that is uh, reusable nappies, yeah. which are probably the most eco-friendly type you can have, yeah. but it does mean you smelly. have to scrape shit into a toilet bowl. Lovely. So, so you've got to get really up close and personal with the nappies. Um, and, you know, with some of the shits you'll encounter as a dad, that, you know, is a pretty horrifying prospect. Um, well, well with, with reusable nappies, the way you use them is you've got, you've got like, the outer pant and then you have an inner liner and you're supposed to get rid of the liner oh no there is some way you just scrape it off but so no what, what with i mean is with, with the, the liner you scrape it off mm-hmm. and that's what you wash yeah but that doesn't fill me with confidence what about the rest of the 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 the, the, the pant bit like isn't it going to be shit on the wings and yeah and you have to deal with that and clean it so, so some people kind of build their identities around these nappies and there are lots of Instagram accounts where people have, you know, very uh, aesthetic arrays mm. of various nappies. And if that's your thing, fair enough, but it's not mine. Um, there's also nappy pants, but that's not going to be a thing until your kid's a bit older. Um, uh, there's also different sizes to nappies. Um, Is nappy pants the ones that you rip aside? No, the ones where they, they're just like pull-ups. Yeah, we, we've had those. We've mm. used those. Love, yeah. love the You like those? The pull-ups are amazing. Yeah, yeah. They suck. I hate those, man. They're just like, I, just I hold bought them it by accident. Sides, pull it away. And they can be hard when you, when there's a shit in there because you have to make sure it stays well, if it's in. Liquid, yeah. Yeah. If where, it's liquid, yeah, but if it's hard, it's fine. Uh, you could roll out. We had one that was particularly dry and pretty much rolled, rolled and out. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, just <laughs> trying to keep it in there and then it just rolled out. Um, just, just hit the kitchen floor. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I don't know where you change your paper. I just... Upstairs in a room. Um, so what? So there's other equipment you need when you're going to be changing nappies. You're going to need wipes, um, and again, there's lots of different options for yeah. what wipes you can use. We use water wipes. Um, Magnus, I'm sure you've got a very uh, fancy hipster wipe that you use. I, I use Tesco Biodegradable. Okay, yes. very yeah. good. Tesco Biodegradable. So Biodegradable, but uh, Tesco. But brand. okay, guys. So how much do you pay for your nappies per pack? Fuck knows. I don't no remember. Idea. Probably back in my day, they were 50 cents, 12 shillings. <laughs> we we, we buy shitloads when they're on the sale. All right, so a big box, yeah, a big fucking box of 12 nappy, uh, 12 uh, wipes. Guess the price. Biodegradable. Three pounds. 12 pounds. 5.50. Okay. I remember spending oh, around three to four no, pounds they're great. On, a, on a big box. So if you guys may remember, I used to buy the Amazon Biodegradable, and they were 18 quid for a box of... 12 or so, right? Something like that. Um, and that was a lot of money, yeah? And mm-hmm. we were going down the whole eco route, whatever. Then lost my job. <laughs> Stop <laughs> fucking trees all of a sudden. Ended up homeless. And we couldn't, you know, afford that kind of stuff anymore. So we went down the non-biodegradable route, but we ultimately had a hole that needed to be filled for biodegradable. And we went to Boots. Boots had biodegradable nappies that were Okay, a bit dry. I find biodegradable nappies are a bit They're dry. dry, aren't they? Yeah, they are a yeah. bit dry. And boots were particularly dry. They were eighty p a pack, so it was working out to be about eleven, quid, no, like ten quid for a big box of twelve. Uh, and then cursory glance in Tesco's fifty five p. Sainsbury's same thing. Big pack. I remember yeah. buying the boxes. I don't know if there was twelve or how many, but the boxes, are, the biodegradable ones from Sainsbury's, are yeah. amazing. Yeah, and they, they work well. Like, yeah. but again, it's always moist as, enough. As you have kids, you learn to buy in bulk. You, you buy do. in bulk, you and it's to. worth the money because it otherwise is. you're going to be spending a ton load. Agreed. Okay. Well, that was yeah. a long time on that one particular thing. Good work. <laughs> so let's talk about it a bit more, mate. So, That's <laughs> a bit harsh. Man. <laughs> um, but, 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 wipes but, are what? integral. So, some things don't need to be a story. 
That's all I'm going to say. Well, well, Matt, I, I <laughs> so, do have some stories about wipes, which I'd like to share now. So we, our first pack of wipes that we had bought was uh, in the old wipe rush of the uh, 2010s. I'm not going to interrupt you. You can just, you just go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's having a sip of his beer. Yeah. So there's I, other I actually stuff. Back a, I bought a pack of wipes with me today if I need to. Well, you're going to have to wipe my arse later, sir. For what reason? But I need I to have wipe very your sticky arse. shit. <laughs> I just don't know why you would share this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to cut this out. It's so far. No, anyway, of course, Matt, leave it in. You, yeah, go on, Matt. You jumped in. Carry You're on. the host. You're supposed to jump in at this point. I don't know. So <laughs> sometimes he's given up, mate. He's given up. <laughs> sometimes I just like to give you enough rope to let you hang yourselves live <laughs> on air. Harsh, um, so, <laughs> so you might also need a changing mat. That's going to be a, a helpful piece of equipment to have. Oh yeah. Um, oh, a, yeah. a mat you could put down somewhere and you towel put doesn't the cut it. No, no, it doesn't. You need something waterproof. Um, we'll get oh, on yeah. to the reasons why a bit later. And maybe fla- flared base as well, yep. potentially. Who knows? You'll also need some kind of cream because they're going to get rashes. Yes. What's the type of cream that, what, what's it called? Pseudocreme. 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 There, there's quite a few. There's pseudocreme, there's a yellow one, uh, like the yellow ointment thing. Back in my day, there was only the white one. <laughs> Sorry, mate. There's a few things out there. But yeah, yeah. pseudocreme is the number one. Pseudocreme. My, my pseudocreme um, was not woke. Um, we have a nappy bin, but we, we our first product review, you guys um, destroyed the nappy bin. <laughs> if you remember. Yeah, you remember that shit. Hey, it's still great. It's still a very Sorry, useful part of, our, um, part of our routine. Yeah, it makes life a lot easier. Um, a- a- any other pieces of nappy change related equipment you guys would recommend people have? Some kind of play toy to distract them. Mm-hmm. Something yep. like a fidget toy, whatever. Fuck it, who knows? Yeah, an apron. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, an apron. Yes, an apron to cover. Especially helpful your... if you have a boy. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, you'll also think, have to think about what area you want to use as a changing area. Um, you might want to be, be do it mobile around the house or, you you know, wherever you are, you could just bring a changing mat or you might want to have a dedicated space. Um, yeah. Some people have a changing dedicated changing tables that they buy, uh, but they're quite expensive. Um, and I think, you know, you're only really getting one of those if you're someone who's wanting to flash the cash a bit with your... Yeah, baby yeah. purchases. You, you do need to consider where yeah. you're gonna, you're mm-hmm. gonna we, clean we the bought, baby. We bought a, a crib that had this sort of changing uh, plate that went over the crib, and you can change one. Oh thing. yeah, and then uh-huh. we ended up taking the plate and putting it on 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 the thing that I missed the most about changing the kids was a coffee table we had in the living room, oh. and and basically that changing plate that we had to go over the crib actually ended up always on the fucking coffee table because <laughs> we always ended up because it was perfect. You sat down on the sofa, it was kids yeah. was perfectly in front of you. You can just change a kid on that wonderful waterproof uh, yeah. little plate. It, it, it needs to be somewhere which is fairly mm. quiet. You know, yeah. it, it, there's not going to be too many distractions because yeah, yeah. kids are extremely distractible. Um, you know, I wouldn't advise changing your your child on, say, um, a washing machine. Just hold the legs. I've learned cycle. to hold the legs quite well. Or, or near any anywhere that, that is going to be a problem if it gets wee or poo on it, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we repurposed a, a, a folding table that Alex had. And for most of the time with Emily, that was what we used as a changing table. We just yeah. put the changing mat on there and put nappies and whatever else on there. Mm. And that was really good. Um, cool. So that's about the area. So once you've got everything ready and you're changing nappies, um, one thing you'll need to know is there are different types of poo that you'll encounter during uh, your nappy changing life. Um, so the first type of poo is meconium. Magnus, as our boffin, explain what meconium is. <laughs> it's their first shit that they have. It's like all of that. 
that 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 digestion from their mother while inside the womb, and it comes mm. out as this brown, extreme. Isn't it very black? Sorry, uh, black. black. Yes, yeah, no, it is. It's black. It's like this very black, tarry substance um, that uh, for my kid was actually stuck on. It's quite bitter as well, wasn't it? <laughs> so I thought you were going to go and go well, taste it. Well on toast, <laughs> a bit like marmite, really. But it does look like no. Marmite. But it is a bit marmite. No, jokes aside, it reminded it, me of marmite. Yeah, it though. has like a very yellow tinge to it as well, but mm. it's pretty much black. Uh, and you won't have to worry about that much. Just make sure you use a lot of very moist wet wipes to get that mm-hmm. off because it's very very sticky. Um, yeah, and this will be the first one, the first well, the, the first um, uh, trip to Brown Town you'll encounter um, as a parent. Um, so. You know, they're going to be very small probably when you're doing this. Um, uh, they'll probably be fairly compliant because they're so small and they're not particularly active or anything like yeah. that. So you're not going to struggle massively yeah. to deal with those. Although I think the first time you encounter it, it's a bit, a bit strange. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Um, so once they've got their meconium out of the way, then it's time for milk poo. Um, John, what do you remember about milk poos? I, 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 I don't remember milk poos. I remember <laughs> just poos being a bloody nightmare the whole time. I remember the, the just liquid and trying to hold it in the nappy yeah because <laughs> that it, it literally oh, it, and it was literally like oh, oh like it, waving it from side to side hoping it doesn't spill basically yeah. it's like soup in a bowl mm. it's yeah. um a bit of a nightmare and i and i remember and i can't remember <laughs> if it was after food or during milk poo it was like the yellowish yeah stuff. that is yeah that that's was it that's the milk one stank so acidy as pineapple well. cottage cheese did your stink yeah. Yeah, yeah, smell oh, mate, and, and no the, smell. The acidity to it was insane. Not what? the taste, the, the smell of acidity. How do you smell what? the smell of acidity? What? You can smell it like you Acrid can smell acid. Poo. Have you ever smelled acid? Of you course, can smell acid, right? Yeah, it's the acidity so. of it. It's like poo, but it's there's an acidity. I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm awful. not with you. Awful. Yeah, that that's that's quite unique. Have they been eating batteries? <laughs> what lithium babies? No, I, 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 I lithium babies. <laughs> I yeah, that that that's kind of unique. If I, I, must I remember admit. the acidity smell, oh, I was awful. It really was, yeah. and it was like yellow, awful yellow. That well, weird. I I think for most people, the 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 the, the milk poos, they're they're like cottage. They're very much like cottage yeah, cheese, yellowy mm-hmm. cottage cheese. Um, well, that's the result in my of instance, milk, isn't it? I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> in, in in my instance, they did not smell at all. No, at all. And it was it. It made it very, very bearable. The only thing is that they're they're they're, they're quite runny, um, yeah. and they can go places. They, yeah, that, again, like mm-hmm. a spilling bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you will get leakage, and we're going to deal with that mm. shortly. Um, now, when you make the transition to solid food, then it all literally goes to shit. Um, <laughs> it's when they the get shit up the back, shit. mate. Yeah. The shit up the back. There'll be a period of time where the little digestion systems are adjusting to the new food intake, where we really everything's on the table at that point. Like the food will come through uh, half digested. I remember seeing sprigs of broccoli in there, oh. um, bits of carrot. Uh, you, you know, it, and, and it looked like some kind of impressionist painting on the inside. There were so many yeah. different shades and textures. Um, and they were also fairly explosive. So there's an yeah. adjustment period when you make that. It's such a transition. shame because a lot of it was wasn't digested. But there was also it was really you know it was good stuff, inefficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I reckon Could there was also reused. a time pressure during that period of. I think he took a poo. I think he took a poo. I think he took a poo, and then shit all over his back. I mean, yeah. I remember that after food, it was that. That was yeah. the period where if you don't catch it early enough. It'll spread to the side of the trousers, to the mm-hmm. back. It'll be a nightmare to clean. Yeah. Least, yeah. And then uh, once they get used to the solid food, then they're just doing little human turds yep. um, that are quite familiar to you as a human that also yeah. does turds. Um, they stink. 
They're disgraceful. Um, And what about the goat rabbit pellets? Have you ever? Yeah, yeah, but I think we're getting into sort of niche poo areas there. This we all we all get that. Yeah, dehydrate. Like you hear them bouncing (laughs) off the glass. (laughs) They're also the easiest to clean because they just pop Mm. out. Indeed. Yeah, definitely. Indeed. And they just roll down the kitchen floor. Yeah. Now we've had pick it up like it's a raisin. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you, John? And then you think it's a magnum piece of chocolate, but it's not. Is it? Magnum piece of chocolate. Yeah. Who does that? You, You really pick it up and chew on it. Well, oh, yeah, like, definitely. Good <laughs> fucking chocolate off a of magnum. Almond magnum is the shit. For, for our listeners. Well, uh, literally, pre- that time it was the shit. But, um, in a previous podcast, John had uh, quite graphically detailed to us how he had mistaken one of his son's turds, one of the pellet turds, for <laughs> a tasty snack. <laughs> it, I was eating an almond magnum, a piece of chocolate bounced off as I was crunching into it, Looked down oh, on the floor. I was like, this. oh, there it is. Picked it up, put it in my mouth. Taste I will never forget. Great. My uh, wife so, still kisses me, which is impressive. I mean, really. That's... So we've been focusing mostly on poo so far, but also you're going to have to deal with wet nappies, of course. Um, yes. But overall, then they're going to present you with a lot less issue than, than brown nappies. Um, the one exception to that is uh, the potential for getting splashed. Um, so babies have a tendency for when you open the nappy up to decide that's the best time to go for a piss. Yes. And although Magnus and I, we've, we've just got, uh, girls, um, John, who is father to two boys has been pissed on repeatedly. So John, why don't you tell us <laughs> yes, about that? having a girl was the best thing really, cause she never did that, but the boys quite happily would piss on you. Yeah. Um, and, and you kind of prepare for it where either you stand back or you put something over yourself cause you've been prepared to be fucking golden showered. And it's awful. It really, like, especially when they, so boys, depending on the situation, that when they're quite young, they, they might have a bit of their first hard-ons. And if they do have a hard-on and they piss, it might actually hit your face. Um, and that is not a lie. So prepare for that. Because the cold air and a mixture of all the rest of the excitement and laughing, they might have a bit of a hard-on. And when they piss, they'll piss on your face. See, th- this this is a normal circumstance for you, it, having a son. Yeah, the, you guys are not used to it. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, I, yeah, that's... It, 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 how about your kind of eight-year-old at the time comes to you, Daddy, Daddy, I don't know what's going on. And it's just like, oh, boy, that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> because when it happens, you need to explain it to them. It's just like, it just happens to the boys. But you know it happens because it happened to them when they were young and you're changing their nappies and they're pissing all over you. So, uh, But uh, as boys, as we know, if you're having sex and you need a piss and you go to a piss, you know you go to the toilet, you will piss everywhere besides inside the bowl. So it's... Because <laughs> it would just be like, I'm going to piss rewind. straight if, in the bowl if, and if it goes off to the right, the left. Hang on, just to... rewind. If, if you're having sex... Have you um, ever have you ever needed a piss? Forgot about it. Started having sex and was like, shit, I need I need a piss and stop midway. Oh, like, you mean like like the morning glory piss yeah, as well? Where yeah, you can't yeah. bend it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go at an, at an angle. You have to yeah. do a handstand. You have to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> handstand. I like that. <laughs> That's good. Okay, okay. So um, so we dealt with splashback. So we touched on it briefly earlier, but there's also uh, a risk of leakage, especially with wet poos. Um, and uh, and so I think every parent has had to deal with clothes that get particularly dirty and 
shit stained um one bit of advice i'd have is to have stain remove remover close by soak clothes that are covered in shit as soon as possible yeah. like literally uh, within a minute or two and then you've it's got a chance of saving it all about timing yeah it's it is all it is. about you timing. leave it a second and you even if you put varnish in it but you don't put it in a wash straight away it yeah. will stain especially yeah. the milk yellow shit yeah that shit will not go away yeah the milk shits are the ones. Yeah, they? they're just they're like yellow. It's like, oh, that t-shirt used to be white. Well, it's, it's sunshine now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, become familiar with stain removal. Make sure that that's you've got stuff to hand and you deal with it quickly. Um, now, the other thing I wanted to mention before we wrap up this section is how things change when kids get older. So, uh, my daughter Emily is not far off two years old. Magnus is daughter's couple of years behind a couple of months behind and john has grown-up kids one thing i've noticed um is that uh, when they get to toddler stage they get a lot less cooperative so i think it was amelie was just a little bit more than a year where uh, she didn't want to go up on the table anymore to be changed she we needed to put the mat the changing mat on the floor mm. uh, otherwise she would protest and even then getting on the changing mat mm. until recently has been a bit of a nightmare she's got more compliant now but magnus what what's your experience been like of that yeah we we've kept the we've kept the changing mat because it's next to a window and she can stand on it or t- turn to the, the left hand side and see what's going on outside um so th- we've been able to, to to maintain that however yeah man the protestations Guys, when you're trying to change her uh, again or, tip pull-ups because they're standing when you're taking it off you can wipe them up yeah. When you take it off and then you put it back on when they're still standing, it, it really is easy. As long as they're standing on a mat, obviously not on carpet because then they'll fuck the shit up. But yeah, the idea is, I'll, I'll be honest, the, 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 pull-ups, the pull-ups are really for that because yeah. when they get a little agile and they're toddlers, then you just sort of like, come here, you rip it to the sides, you hold it, you pull it out, you clean them and then you put the new one on like you're putting on a pair of trousers, which they're used to putting trousers on by that point. Is that, that's what it's And for. it's dead I'm easy. Using I'll be wrong. honest, that's, okay. uh, you don't lie them down to put, you know, to put those on. You get yeah. them while they're standing up, okay. like if they're putting on a pair of pants. Well, I've learned something new today. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Well, I think that wraps up our Can master- I make oh, one, one more comment yeah, sure. on, uh, Why not? On, on this segment, which I think is a brilliant idea. Um, can we call it just a tip instead of masterclass because <laughs> it's the tip of the week these aren't on air discussions john it's just the tip these aren't on air discussions <laughs> this is why listeners this is why i don't I let you guys reaction sorry i just wanted your so reaction vulgar. go for it mate <laughs> this is why i don't let the listeners hear the suggestions that just these guys come up with if, if you heard if you think this that podcast is, is just the tip if you think this podcast is bad imagine what it'd be like if these guys got to choose what happens <laughs> I mean, really? Dishwashers are just a tip. <laughs> Apple would sue us. Not for it because we've done anything wrong, just because we'd be so awful. When, when we tick the box, is it explicit? When we of publish it, it it's it's not quite enough. No, but can, can yeah. I say, if anyone likes just a tip, can you send us an email? Because I'd love to fight them. <laughs> I love his, rea- his face. He's so disappointed. I'm, I'm used to it with you, John. I'm, you know, disappointments just But I love territory. you. I love you, Matt. Well, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> with no um, tease, like just Matt. Yeah. So... Great, thanks, John. Um, so that's the end of this first ever Dad Masterclass. That's the name. Um, uh, definitely the name. Uh, we'll be back with another Masterclass next week. Um, coming next is the world of parenting. We'll see you in just a moment for that. Welcome back to Everybody Honest Dads. It's time for us to take you on a tour through the world of parenting. Uh, for anyone joining us for the first time, this is the section where our resident boffin, Magnus, takes us through a science story um, that, uh, that I found and told him to read. Um, and then uh, our resident jester, John. Um, Everybody honest, Matt. 
<laughs> takes us through a, a slightly more light-hearted story again that I've sourced and taught him to read. Um, so just t- giving you a peek behind the curtain of how this all works. Um, so uh, Magnus, why don't you regale us with right. your story? Sure. Uh, by the way, it's a, it's a pretty interesting article, so I, gi- I give that to you. Thank you. Um, th- there was an article published by Baynor University in the US last week. If you haven't heard of this university, neither have I. They have an endowment <laughs> of $1.3 billion. Mm. What the fuck? They're How even more well dead? endowed than me. <laughs> uh, now, they published this article um, last week that gives a very interesting argument um, that if you were, uh, um, uh, let, let's say, uh, your parents divorced when you were a child. Happened with me? Did it happen with yeah. you? Okay, there you are. Um, you have less, Matt, of the love hormone, oxytocin, than everyone else. I thought he was well endowed. That's what caused it. No, this explains why I'm dead inside. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, they got 128 participants Mm -hmm. uh, and were asked to empty their bladders into a cup. The researchers (laughs) then tasted the people. No, I'm joking. Not into someone's mouth. uh, They were then asked a series of questions around their childhood, parental relationships, their children, etc. And it was found that those who had experienced parental divorce had significantly less oxytocin uh, compared to those who had not. And it was suggested that the reason for this was oxytocin suppression due to the, and I, I quote, the trauma. Okay. okay. Now, it, it, you've probably heard the buzzword oxytocin. If you've had kids, you definitely would have. Um, mm-hmm. It's commonly released during bonding activities, such as sexual activities, delivering a baby as well, nursing. Um, and it's quite an important chemical when it comes to emotional attachments and social mm-hmm. behavior. And it's been known for quite some time that the stress of divorce has some kind of effect on children, be, be that depression, anxiety, social disorders, mood disorders, etc. And it's now been linked in adulthood, so beyond that, to poorer parenting as a consequence. Okay. Uh, less parental sensitivity, warmth, overreaction, and increased use of punishment. For their kids. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it would appear that the oxytocin suppression actually may become the norm for the body. But you know what's quite funny is Matt is just not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It's true. Now, uh, this is an interesting thing. Uh, additionally, other other traumatic events in childhood can also have similar effects like the death of a parent. Okay, yeah. yeah which I, I have experienced. Um, or, you know, just things like that. Um y- the oxytocin reduces and that can carry on into childhood. How many people were tested again? There was 128. Yeah, there was 128. Okay, again, shit data. Okay, John, yeah. So it, for, for being like the this. boffin, he always gets the stuff. <laughs> I, I've got a better article. They're this all week, like better this, data. John. I mean, the, the data's shit. Like, I, it's not, well, we don't know exactly. I, w- I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly how detailed they went into it. Um, I don't know whether or not 128 is enough, but neither do no, you, again, so fuck no, you. No, again, yeah. in a study, in any clinical study, well, no, yeah, 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 but you're talking about cl- drug development, John. No, but in any data sequence, when you're doing a, an analytical, like, when you do an analysis in, in any data sequence, it needs to be over a 1,000 when it comes to any experiment on... Phase on, one is a few hundred. Yeah. Yeah, but phase one is on healthy subjects. It's different. When you're talking about anyway, phase, subjects, two, phase yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not <laughs> going to debate <laughs> cl- clinical trials. It's Sorry. got nothing to do with our podcast, John. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, data share, go on, 128 people, and uh, 27% of them uh, had experienced parental divorce, mm. and all of those guys ha- were 
showing significantly less oxytocin wow. than mm-hmm. everyone else. I think um, he's the most loving out of the you know. <laughs> Now, for food for thought, just to end this article, is that divorce is also known to run in families. Ooh. Mm. Interesting, Interesting stuff. About. A lot to think about there, Magnus. Thank you very much for that. My jo- pleasure, Matt, and fuck you, John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think a big fuck you to John. Um, For ruining anything where it just doesn't make any sense because there's not enough data behind it. But yeah, it, it, I, I am the fucking idiot in the group, shut. but the one that uses right. his fucking brain. About this stuff, about that stuff, shut the fuck up. And about your next story, please take it away. Okay, so my next story has substantial data behind it, which is quite interesting. So You know what? I've got substantial data for you being a cunt. <laughs> oh, wow. Just because I ruined him picking the stories. Oh, bless it. This story is good. Matt, so Thank you'll, you. you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> British parents spend almost nine days a year putting children to bed, Paul claims. Random children, not their own. Um, <laughs> so British parents spend nearly nine days a year trying to put their children to bed and get them to sleep, according to a new survey. Mm. Now, on average, it took those who were tested 34 minutes to get their children ready for bed which works out almost four hours every week. The survey, which included 1,000 parents of children aged between 10... 1,000? Of three and 10 years old. You don't need that that That's proper data. That is proper data. That's That's collection of proper data. I I could tell you if just one person... Stop trying to fucking... I'm going to knock you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the idea is 83% of respondents got back to check if their child had gone to sleep after they had left the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so children make up an average of three excuses every night to avoid going to bed, including claiming they are scared of the dark, they feel ill, they need the toilet, need the toilet, my kids or three of them, they constantly need a piss when they go to bed, like they piss more at night than they ever do. Literally, they just go, they sit on the toilet and do nothing. But anyway, um, more than half of those asked said that they had found their child playing with toys when they should be asleep, compared to 28% of children who have been caught playing on a tablet. Ooh. Okay, well, so tablet are. for us, the the kind of they go in the kitchen before they go to bed, so they're not allowed that. My daughter plays after we put her to bed. My youngest, the smartest, fall, falls asleep straight away. My uh, my oldest resists but falls asleep straight away. I found mm. that the boys tend to fall asleep straight away, but my daughter wants to be active after a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very interesting article. Good data, Matt. Very good data. And and to be honest, this should have been a boffin. This should have been a boffin article, not really a jester article, because there was nothing funny that I didn't agree with this. I mean, <laughs> apart from no shit, Sherlock. We spend that much time trying to get our kids to of bed, course. but it is a very interesting article. I'm so, going to make sure every single story you have in future has a data set of less than a thousand. Oh, I'm just yes, so I can you, rip it. And yes, I'm just going to watch that. you get stressed out. Um, yes, do and, that and tie yourself in knots. Do that. Um, you put. <laughs> No, I'm going to stop myself. Um, <laughs> just because I'm right and it annoys you. No, you've never yes. been right. Um, it's never happened. I know, I know um, it's it annoys never you. happened. Um, never, and it won't ever. Now, where's my drink? Because this one's empty. Anyway, so that brings us to the end of World of Parenting. We're going to take our last brief break of the evening. And when we return, it's going to be, am I being unreasonable? So join us again for that in a second. <laughs> Thank you. 
welcome back to the final section of the 25th episode of Overly Honest Dads. It's time for a round of Am I Being Unreasonable? Um, this is where we take posts from a mum's net board called Am I Being Unreasonable? Uh, we read out the uh, issues that the posters are facing and we decide whether or not they're being reasonable. Our first post for this week comes from a poster called Falaf. And the, Falafel. And the title is Am I Being Unreasonable to Be a Bit Disappointed? So the post reads as follows. This week, I'm doing the ration challenge, which involves eating the same rations as a Syrian refugee for a week. <laughs> it's basically rice and very little else and isn't much fun. I've been posting on social media and asking friends for sponsorship, and I'm really disheartened. My posts have literally zero engagement, whereas a picture of a dog or something similarly unimportant uh, has all the likes. Most of my friends have ignored my messages. My sister's told me it's a terrible way to try and raise money by damaging yourself and is refusing to sponsor me and we've fallen out. I'm doing it for a week. People have to live on this amount of food for months. I'm not going to die. Someone else has said it was self-righteous. I'm just trying to do something good. When I cycled across the country last year, I was bigged up for basically having a jolly. Now I'm actually trying to help people and do something unfun uh, i can't seem to do any good for some reason i feel ashamed and embarrassed i'm probably feeling down because of the lack of sugar and caffeine but can't help but think if i'd done a sponsored etc etc or something less hard i'd have raised more money and awareness i'm gonna raise money aside of this lady to send her to syria for three weeks i want to send her to syria Instead of like attention seeking bullshit like you it's, find on the internet, like what the fuck? It, really? It's unfortunately a bit tasteless. Yeah, let's send it. I debate whether it's self righteous, but it's a bit tasteless. Yeah, it, and I don't see how it's really benefiting anyone. There are better ways to raise money, and and I don't think you're really raising awareness of anything other no. than your own stupidity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a poster called. Brumboo says it's a silly, bloody silly way to raise money. Urge, ultimate virtue signaling, right up there with Brave the Shave. Not sure what Brave the Shave <laughs> is. Um, but anyway, I haven't a clue. No, so, I've never heard of that. So we think that she is being unreasonable. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and yeah. I, 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 oh my god. Okay, so the next post is from Chewbacca. So from Star Wars Ooh. to Mumsnet, um, a bit of a bit of a fall. But hey, there you go. Um, and the the title of the uh, of the uh, post is "Phones at the Dinner Table." I picked this one because I presume phones at the dinner table might be an issue for John in the not too distant future when That's his kids have phones. Yeah, yeah. So um, the oh, post twenty one. The post reads: "I lost my rag tonight." About uh, my son, who's seventeen, scrolling through his phone, and then husband checking his emails, followed by son muttering and huffing and puffing at what he read, but wouldn't actually tell us what the problem was. Am I being unreasonable to expect the family to sit and eat the meal I've cooked and converse and not check phones until we have finished? Don't tell the internet. Tell your family. I think. But the, be the whole point is they're asking the internet because they want to know if they're being unreasonable but, but, or not. Of course, you're not being unreasonable, but you need to tell them. Just tell them. But. As a couple first, and then you in- install it on your children. As a couple, you agree on something, and then you're going to start. But if you if your husband disagrees, then it's not going to work. You just need to be in agreement as a couple. I mean, I'll be honest with you. We check our phones when we eat, but I listen to my kids when when, when they need, we need to talk. I mean, it's but it's my way of doing it. It's different ways of doing it. But you need to have in the discussion at home and not asking for advice on the internet because it depends on what your partner wants to do. Are they saying something interesting? No. Not really. Not really. Okay. I don't think it's interesting. I think it's just a common day-to-day it, it, thing it, as a family least, that you need to manage. I mean, it's not... Is it at least marginally interesting and contributory to... The Syria thing was more interesting because I thought it was a fucking idiot. I mean, this one, I just think, just talk to your family. So, I mean, what a waste. It's, it, this is a good post. I, I have this problem. 
okay. currently, and, and I'm the perpetrator of it. But have the conversation, you? and if there's this agreement, then you find a, a, mid, a midpoint. But you're not gonna, you, you never write it on on Mum's net to ask. No, no, I know, I know. Conversation with Romero, wouldn't you? Well, I know. If if they took up that advice, then this this section of the podcast would be snipped off. But, oh, yeah, sorry, I ignore what I just said. But we we currently have this well. Romana currently has this problem with me in that um, I do like to flick through my phone while I'm eating. I'm very quiet while I eat. I don't really want to talk. I want to chew. Uh, and my phone will be my newspaper. And she hates it. Yeah. She wants to talk. Very 50s dad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. my paper. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. She wants to talk, but I want to chew. And we have this this perpetual conflict. Yeah, my it's wife does want really to chew, actually. Off. That's a good point. Like, she wants to focus on her food. Mm. And I don't like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't I, want to think about anything else. No, you just want to chew. That's, that's a good chew point. Chew and yeah. scroll, maybe, or read. Mm. Just something. something. I, I I don't know. Just Yeah, it, it really, really distresses Romana. Yeah, and no, I think me and my wife are aligned on that front, but I... Again, you need to work it out with your partner. I think mm-hmm. that's it. I think when the kids grow up, yeah, and, I, you know, I don't think you know. Work I have it an out. issue, for example, <laughs> with my son being fixated with YouTubers and and all the rest of it. But I talk to him about it. Like I've never brought it up with you guys, have I? I mean, no, I, I, I talk to so. him because the, my son is the guy I need to talk about it. With. Yeah, you know what I mean. If I think he's he's distracted and he's not interacting with his brother and sister enough because he's watching a YouTuber too much, I will tell him. Yeah, I yeah. won't force on him, but I will tell him. Mm-hmm. And, Fair enough. And you have yeah. a conversation. I mean, it's, it's family life. I guess Indeed. it depends upon what he's distracted by. Oh, Minecraft, fuck me sideways, seriously. I hate that shit. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, next post. Um, this is a kind of a COVID-related uh, dilemma. The poster is called Couch Potato One. And she's asking if she's being unreasonable to go to a wedding without her husband. Um, so the post reads, My husband and I were invited to a wedding of a family member. It was postponed due to COVID and has been rearranged for October. The bride has told me that although I'm still invited, my husband is not. Um, pres- uh, weddings still have a limit of about 30 people, I think. Um, I'm not particularly close to her and was surprised to still get an invite as she obviously has limited numbers. Should I suck it up and go uh, and go without him or politely decline the invitation and risk upsetting her? So what what the relation again? Uh, it's a family member, but it's not, not more specific I- I'd than that. say go. If they made the effort to invite you, go. I mean, you know, I mean, if they give them one of your selected numbers because you have a limit it means they care i i i, I don't know it depends how what your relationship with your partner's like if, if mm-hmm. you do things together a lot and that's what you're comfortable with and how your relationship operates then it's not it's not completely unexpected for you to decline it and i, I say politely ask her to yeah. give the place to someone else i don't know i uh, no, yeah, yeah i, I, I don't know after he said that no, no. okay yeah, what do you think, mate? I think it depends on the who you're more comfortable pissing off. Yeah, essentially, pretty you know, much. Yeah, uh, and and so wh- wh- which is the path of least resistance, and yeah. then follow that path. Mm-hmm. Who, who what, what's the commenters saying? Uh, let me go back. Any I've abuse? lined up the next one. Um, let me see what they're saying. Bear with me. We're nearly there. Uh, sh- Please hold the line. We're trying to connect you. Your call is important to us. Shocks. Foridan says, if you want to go, then go. Great advice. Um, Red Dog said she had to cut numbers so there'll be plenty of people there solo. Go and enjoy. Uh, and what the hell is this name? Bernadette Rockenkowski Wolowitz says. Rockenkowski Wolowitz is a pull from a TV show, and I can't remember which one it is. Oh, God. Uh, uh, it's that Big Bang Theory. 
Okay. Sorry, I, I, oh, I had right, to say okay. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I know, I know that. Oh, with the squeaky voice. With the... Would you... Oh, she got beautiful boobs. Uh, do you want to see her get married? If so, you should go. So, sound advice all round. So, our next one. So, this is a bit of a long one. You're going to have to bear with me. Um, uh, and the post is named Rachel Luten. And she's asking, am I being unreasonable to tell his wife? Uh, I work with a guy. We'll call him Tom. Last year, our work hosted a summer party. After some drinks, Tom was acting inappropriately with one of the girls from our office. We'll call her Jess. None of us saw any kissing, but they were very flirty, touchy-huggy. More than just the usual appropriate behaviour. It became office gossip that Tom and Jess were seeing each other. They would always be together in the canteen. They'd regularly be seen going out in the car at lunchtime. They'd always be together at the pub for Friday night drinks. Tom has a wife, but none of us wanted to question Tom, as we don't know for certain that there's anything going on. December last year, our work hosted a Christmas party, and for the first time we were allowed to bring partners, Tom bought his wife. My husband and I were seated at the same table as Tom and his wife at dinner. I got chatting to her and she's such a lovely person. At the end of the night, we ended up exchanging numbers and we said we'd meet for lunch. We messaged a few times in the new year, but lockdown hit and we never got the chance to meet and we've not messaged now for five or six months. Two weeks ago, my husband and I booked an overnight break in Chester. Guess who we saw that evening whilst we were having dinner? Tom and Jess. It was the most uncomfortable experience. I saw them, they saw me, neither of us said anything. I'm currently working from home. Most of our office are. I haven't seen them in person, although Jess and I have ex exchanged a few emails. I still have Tom's wife number and I'm racked with guilt on whether it's my responsibility to tell her. I haven't told any of my colleagues about this as I don't want to be the one to spread news. Although we've all had our speculation something had been going on. I just don't know what to do. I wish I'd never seen them there. I mean... What would he have told his wife? Work trip? <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. If it were me, I would want to know. It would cause problems for me at work if I was to tell his wife too. I've typed this message so many times, but I've yet to press send. Help. Sad face. Uh, it seems like she, she's morally in the right place. She's in between a rock and a hard place. Mm -hmm. And the, the crux of it is that she was seen. She wasn't seen. She could have given an anonymous tip off mm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, without repercussion, but then th this can cause some serious problems for her. So, but again, she's not close to them. Do you want to put your neck out? For hey, man, not close to her, I don't if, know. if if I, if if there was a guy that I had maybe not known very well, but I was cordial with, and then I saw his chick just doing other shit with another dude, then I'm telling that that dude, man. I'm telling him, mm. I am. Fuck that shit. I don't know. I found myself. I've I, I walked into a situation with someone actually doing something with someone and um, just walked out and never said anything because I just I was like nah I ain't getting involved fuck that I just like I'm really down to mind your business mm -hmm. um, what if they you know, ask you, you to get I don't want to gas too much and, yeah what if, it was, what if there's a threesome situation going on there you could have joined <laughs> the, the fun <laughs> where did that come from <laughs> Gas too much, and they'll get you up. I wonder if he guessed that much when they get you up. I don't know. Uh, that song, that song keeps coming back to my head. I don't There's a song called "Mind Your Business, Business." I never forget that, and I, I just think I remember seeing that. What was going on was literally unreal. I'm going to tell you guys off offline. I I I I, I, can't, I can't get my neck out on that shit. I mean, if it was one of you guys or someone close to me, fair enough. Or if someone not close to me, I'm like, nah, fuck that. Like, well, I, I guess. Crack I on, guess it. Uh, Holy shit! What did the you just hell? kill that flight? How big is that flight? I just got assaulted by Daddy Longlegs. As we <laughs> Damn, man, that's why heavy slippers come in handy. I guess, man. Blimey neck. Yeah, my my Mojave's made light work yeah, of that Daddy Longlegs. Yeah. I heard that smack. 
Yeah. Smack okay. that all on the floor. All right, so the, on to the last Am I Being Reasonable for this week. Um, this is from a post called Rib Rab Rob. Rib nice. Rab Rob. And the name of the post is Am I Being Unreasonable to Turn Up in an Old Car to a Posh Place? I have an interview later at quite a high-end health club type of place. That's an awful sentence. I'm going to rephrase that for them. I have an interview later at a high-end health club, uh, regularly <laughs> frequented by millionaires. I See, just, just keep it simple. Um, the, the job is a fairly basic admin type role. You you're, have, not, you're not going to get the job, darling. You're yeah, <laughs> if you just say said it's a fairly basic admin type role, just say it's As an, ad, say, it's an that's admin applying job. For the job. Just say it's an admin <laughs> yeah. job. You save, you save words. People understand what you mean anyway. Um, <laughs> I was planning to get the bus. However, it isn't possible now so I'll need to drive my car. It's a very old, tired, rusty car. K-A, car. That's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Car. Isn't that how you pronounce K- that brand? Ford K-A. Yeah, yeah K-A, car. car. Yeah. Ha! Which I just noticed has bird poo all <laughs> over it. Not enough time to clean it. You've got enough time to post this, but not enough time to clean bird shit. I don't understand that. Um, the job I had made a point of saying appearance is very important. I already do need some kind of job right now. Would I be unreasonable to turn up in this car? Should I cancel? I feel oh. embarrassed. One part side of me thinks I shouldn't be and it's just a car, but then the other side of me is unsure. Just clean it then, you stuff. Just to know yeah, it's I... gated and they will see my car <laughs> on the camera at the gate. Matt, why did you pick this post? It's Stacey. It's Stacey. It's Stacey. applying like last week, mate. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt, what, what, can you please explain to us why you picked this post? <laughs> that, that was a post to induce anger sometimes just, sometimes i like to anger you yeah, yeah that, that's just like fucking hell like oh, that's not what i'm gonna do it's you if we just all agreed and everything was quite normal it would, it would you know you need the tension so we agree we'll take her out to a field in peterborough and put two bullets on the back of her head and do the oh, face. John, John, John. Jesus Christ, i always John. have to take it there because i love your reaction i'm joking i wouldn't kill her but she's not, out, she is not she is not gonna <laughs> get we? the job she is we not really should get... he just threatened death to someone I don't know. I think there's legal issues there. There, there, there are legal there, there issues. Are issues yeah. There are legal issues, my friend. But we, we can keep it in. Let, let's put in a dot on that. We come back to it later. <laughs> he hasn't killed anyone yet. Just the sea. As far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know. That brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, thank you very after much. After murder threats. Uh, yeah, especially after murder threats. Um, thank you very much for joining Stay us. Safe. And for uh, you know lending us your ears. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so in numerous ways. Uh, the quickest and most effective way will be to send us an email and you can do that to overlyhonestdads at gmail.com that's overlyhonestdads at gmail.com send us feedback questions abuse whatever you want uh, you can also reach us on our instagram page uh, which john maintains questionably um and we also have a facebook page which is ignored um and a twitter which is also ignored um so you can try and get a youtube channel and a youtube channel if you want to um watch our logo watch our our logo and listen to us that way you can feel free to do that why not um uh, you know any way you listen to us is acceptable to us um so all that remains is me to thank these two idiots magnus my pleasure and john Thank you, Matt. Thank you out there. Uh, Uh, We'll see you again soon. My name is Matt. It's been our pleasure. Take care and good night.